Good morning. My name is Daniel Morris, Senior Investment Strategist with BNP Paribas Asset Management, and welcome to this week's edition of Market Breakfast. Of course, plenty of things to talk about, quite interesting developments in the markets last week. Of course, we know we have central banks coming up this month. Uh, Fed and ECB certainly going to be significant for fixed income markets. Their outlook for inflation, certainly, data that we had last week raising more doubts about the reflation trade or inflation rising globally, as well as uh, what they're going to do for increased tapering for the ECB uh, and for the Fed. Uh, June hike, probably pretty much a certainty at this point, but more and more people wondering whether or not we're going to see a December hike as well as wanting to know how the Fed is going to deal with its balance sheet. So that's what's coming up. The data that we got last week that we want to think about, however, first off, uh, certainly the payrolls data out of the U.S., non-farm payrolls, would show the unemployment rate dropping to 4.3%, so you would think that's fantastic. Uh, certainly is from a growth point of view, uh, more people working, fewer people unemployed. However, uh, the data actually wasn't as encouraging as you might have liked, notably because wage growth actually dropped from the previous month. So even though the unemployment rate went lower, suggesting that it's there's fewer people without work, you should have more demand uh, and employers having to raise, raise salaries in order to attract workers. Uh, instead, you got a decline in wages, which is what contributed to the rally that you saw in Treasuries, where 10-year U.S. Treasuries now below 2.2%. So a bit of a concern there, or at least a question about whether this Goldilocks economy, if you will, where we have growth uh, and, and payrolls without having inflation, uh, how sustainable that is, especially when, again, you have the Fed raising rates in June and people questioning, not, questioning whether or not that's really the right step to take. So overall, we've seen this reduction in bond yields, uh, notably in the U.S., uh, a good part of that driven by declining inflation expectations. Uh, and also, to some degree, a fall in real yields would suggest also that uh, growth expectations are falling as well, but nonetheless, equities are rallying. Uh, on one hand, yes, you have slightly lower growth, but on the other hand, you have uh, less of a risk that this, the Fed is going to be hiking rates, so the market's generally like that. Uh, and one thing to keep in mind is, despite the fact that there's been a lot of talk about the FANGs, Facebook, Apple, uh, Netflix and Google uh, being the real key contributors to the rally in the S&P, um, it's not ex exactly the case. It's true that the things have done well, but the breadth of the market is actually still pretty good. Uh, you don't see a big difference between the equal-weighted S&P index and the market cap-weighted index, which suggests that market stocks overall are rallying. So for now, it still seems to be uh, steady, well, I guess full steam ahead, honestly, for U.S. equities. Uh, question, though, you know, as always, is going to be what the central bank does. Now, in Europe, besides what's coming up for the ECB, uh, we saw in Italy, on one hand, uh, initially a negative reaction in the markets to the prospect of early elections or earlier elections in Italy. Uh, but this is going to be in the context of conceivably changing the electoral law which would make it more likely that you have a coalition government with one with the current party uh, that's leading the Italian government, the Partito Democratico, uh, which is something that is generally uh, well viewed by the market. So we did see an increase in spreads in Italy up to about nearly 200 basis points for BTPs and, uh, you know, modest sell-off in the markets, but nothing too dramatic. 
uh, and conceivably, if you are able to get an election in the autumn, around the time that you have the German election, with a coalition government, and this is all done before the ECB starts its next round of tapering, you do have a scenario where it may be a bit of a muddle through for Italy, but it's not the crisis that people have been worrying about. Uh, very last point that's important. We did get PMI data for China last week. What it showed was continued weakness in the manufacturing sector, still above 50, but has come down over the last couple of months. But it takes back up in services, and in the long run, it really is services that matters for the Chinese economy. So that offers a little bit of comfort to people who had worried unduly, perhaps, about the inevitable, or not inevitable at all, uh, they're always worried about hard landing in China. So that's it for me this week. Uh, please come back next week for our next edition of Market Breakfast, and we hope everyone has a fantastic week. Thank you. This podcast presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.